Hi, my name's Rob Scott from CX Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the customer experience technology space. So today I'm joined by Gregor Campbell from Odigo, and we're going to be discussing moving from customer service to AI-powered customer experience. Welcome, Gregor. Good to see you, Rob. Thanks for joining me. Very excited to talk to you about this uh, this topic today. So. But before we get started, how about we do a quick intro? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Odigo, please. Yeah, thanks, no problem. So I'm the enterprise sales lead at Odigo. Um, recently joined, but 15 years experience in customer experience, customer contact across a wide range of sectors. We're looking at BPO predominantly for most of my career. And then the last six or seven years with direct companies and consulting and helping them deliver their operations. So as a sales lead, I'm there to bring our solutions and our partner ecosystem to customers that might be interested in transforming what they're doing with their, their consumers. Fantastic, thank you, and a very warm welcome. So Gregor, what is the difference between customer service and customer experience, and why does that matter? Yeah, I'll go into uh, why it matters in maybe a bit more detail later on, but fundamentally the difference between the two uh, would be customer service is seen as more of a transactional uh, operation where you as a consumer potentially and your consumers are looking for you to resolve something for them. Customer experience is a holistic uh, phrase that covers every interaction that a consumer might have with you, with your brand uh, and all the touch points in between. Um, and as AI and a number of other uh, services become available in different channels, that experience is broadened day in, day out. Um, service has an experience element of it, and AI is helping drive some of that experience uh, from the agents to the customer, but fundamentally that's the difference between the two. Um, and knowing the difference between the two helps you try and understand, one, how you're going to generate loyalty, um, the fundamental basics of what you need in a contact centre and what you want to do with the consumers is retain them, serve them, develop loyalty, and maybe even if, uh, if you like, have your consumers become evangelists for your product. Fantastic. And it's uh, certainly been a trying time for contact centers, uh, I imagine, over the past 12 months. Um, lots happening, but we've also seen lots of innovation in, in the space as well, haven't we? And uh, organizations yeah. adopting new technologies. And obviously one of those big ones that we, we're talking a lot about at the moment is AI. So I was keen to ask you, uh, you know, what is the role of, of AI in, in customer experience environments from your perspective? So I think if we go, go back to a bit of scene setting and just understand, you've mentioned obviously the change through COVID fundamentally that uh, we've all experienced. I think there's a, there's a big change in how companies need to be more agile to understand what their consumers need. Um, there are some terrific statistics out there that you, you know, anybody can look at that. We've got a paper that we produced around this, but uh, they, they show the change in customer behavior. Um, from a retail perspective, you, you might look at customers are, have larger baskets. 75% of customers have much larger baskets nowadays. Um, customers are looking at uh, the company they deal with and the customer's brand and trust element is very big for their decision-making and what they do. Um, I think there's some really key statistics around the lack of disposable income for people, the, the loss in jobs, 700,000 jobs uh, in the last uh, 12 months, and 
just the buying habits and consuming habits of individuals that are driving a change that needs to happen within most consumer-facing organisations. And that's not just retail, that's banking, public sector, um, uh, insurance is a conversation that we might have had earlier on. Um, but all of these organisations are going to have to have a look at that customer experience and how it can either improve what they do as a business, um, make them more agile, drive improvements in their operations. Um, and from the customer's perspective, they really want to trust that, that company is delivering the best service to them. They want to uh, believe that uh, when, they, when they work with that, customer, that company, that they're getting the best possible service and value. For um, this doesn't ignore the agent population within it. So, you know, the, the business is a driver, the consumers have drivers, and in the middle there, you've got uh, agents uh, having to manage the expectations of those customers. Um, and that's not always been easy. The tools that have been available to them haven't always been there. And I think where we've seen the change uh, within the environment is that AI has helped power support and decisions for those agents. And I think, uh, you know, we've had a video earlier on uh, the last month where Neil from my team talked about agent augmentation, but there are other areas in that, uh, that sector that are definitely worthwhile exploring. And I think, you know, with regard to AI, there are many, many ways that can support customer experience from an agent perspective. So since the pandemic, you know, we're seeing a lot more kind of um, digital interactions and transactions and that kind of thing. Um, so does that mean the, the appetite for AI technology has grown? And, and if so, why? Yeah, I wonder if it's, um, you know, when we look at technology as a whole, there's an evolution uh, to the cloud. Um, the traditional legacy systems tended to be a little bit less flexible um, tended to not be as open. Um, and when we talk about open, it's a hook into it from different technologies. Whereas the move to the cloud um, and a lot of cloud solutions, including our own, um, are relatively open. Ours is a very open solution, which you can integrate any number of um, disruptor type technologies that may help you support your customer experience, your customer marketing. Um, and I suppose, from that perspective, bringing these tools into your business to support what you're trying to do has become much more accessible, uh, from, just from a technology perspective. Um, from a demand, um, I suppose we can look at a couple of instances where businesses have fundamentally had to move people to work from home. That's been a, a major challenge. Uh, but we've also seen businesses that have increased their customer base. I was speaking to a company the other day that uh, told me that there are now two and a half million new gardeners in the UK that never existed in the age 20, 25 to sort of 50 bracket. Now, they were a very small, um, by any stretch of the imagination, business that handled all of the transactions by voice. And most of their digital channel, if you like, was email. They had to flip that in their head very quickly. And there are companies that have benefited very significantly from uh, being able to deploy some form of digital channel. And then in the back end of that, to help drive decision-making, to help support agents, um, and to help understand intent or um, 
the, the customer's um, state of mind through using AI technology. And AI can help in all those spaces. So the adoption of cloud has helped. Um, the openness of solutions to be able to plug in these disruptor type technologies um, and the um, current market demands it. Um, it's absolutely imperative to be able to drive customer experience, um, not just the service element, but the experience to win, retain, and continue to, to drive loyalty in the customer. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And there's some key points there and some trends that we're picking up as a publication or picking up on uh, certainly personalization and that agent experience piece. And it seems that AI kind of underpins a lot of these, uh, these technologies yeah. or, or kind of yeah. philosophies. I mean, I, I think from a personalization perspective, it's driven by data. In the main, data mm. traditionally was held in CRM systems. Um, but you're in, you're in a position now where you can understand the data in real time almost live um, and whether you can analyze it and use it in real time some ai systems can help you do that but at the same time you can also analyze the the data in the back end uh, you've got speech to text 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 to speech but most uh, conversations whether they're online web chat through a bot um, uh, and voice conversations are recorded and they're recorded in speech and you can analyze that speech uh, conversation and start to understand the intent of the customer. You can start to understand the potential that you need to make changes to your service or an issue that's up and coming. And it can be done relatively real time. Traditionally, you would have recorded voice. You would have listened to a call. You might have heard that there was an issue, but amalgamating all of that information very quickly, uh, analyzing that information very quickly using um, machine learning or artificial intelligence to understand uh, what that information is telling you and then being able to react to it can certainly help inform agents. It can certainly help um, inform your strategies and it can make you proactive and going back to customers and say, we've seen a problem here. I mean, I think we, we've all experienced the, 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 the typical uh, post-call text message that asks you to complete a survey uh, of four questions. I think very few people, maybe ask yourself, know where that goes or what's done with it. Have you ever even seen a response back from it? I don't know what your own view is on that. Well, you know, I, I do get the text messages and, and that kind of thing after the calls, but by that point, you know, I'm done. It's, and I'm, yeah. you know, it's a fast paced life nowadays, isn't it? I, and convenience is really key. So, but yeah. if that, and that gap in between me putting the phone down and receiving that message is, is probably too long. <laughs> so, Absolutely. You know, it's gone. It's, 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 the, the moment's gone. And, and not needing to, to do that and being able to understand your customer's state of mind uh, helps you understand and develop a better customer experience. And I think that's exactly where it gets really interesting. And that's the value of, of plugging in these you know, new technologies. So in terms of plugging those technologies in, what advice would you give to you know, an organization looking at uh, these these technologies and AI for the first time. Yeah, now I'm not going to pretend that I'm a technology specialist when it comes to actually putting the nuts and bolts together. Um, but I think the question you're asking me is, you know, when and where and and, and how do you uh, how do you decide on on which technologies to use? Would that be right? Yeah, absolutely. Those key principles that you need to consider before uh, diving in headfirst. Yeah, so I think. 
as with everything, you've got to try and understand your customer. Um, you've got to try and understand your organization as a whole, and you've got to look at what's driving it. I think um, there has been a tendency, and we'll go back to COVID, from COVID to drive self-service. Um, and driving self-service for the sake of efficiency, driving self-service for the sake of, I have no voice channel, um, doesn't necessarily make it a good strategy. Uh, so I think you've got to look at your strategy overall and, and <clears throat> move away perhaps from the tactical decisions that have been made during this period and reflect on where you wanted to go as an organisation. So I think that we've got uh, an opportunity to reflect. We're coming out the other side of this, which is good. Um, and making decisions must be based on your strategy. It probably is going to be based on what your competitors are doing to an extent. So you need to be aware of, 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 of what they're doing. But I think you need to look at your quick wins. Um, and in many ways, the quick wins are how do I provide uh, an experience to customers that can self-serve to an extent? How can I drive uh, decision-making that allows me to handle the customers with a live agent? Um, and can I use AI-type te technology to inform those conversations? Um, you won't root them, but it helps you inform those conversations when that individual comes to a live agent. So I think you've got to look at the low-hanging fruit, um, be able to test it is very important. Don't just dive in there and start to understand what the value is you're expecting out of the other side of it. There's some great ROI models that you can look at um, to understand where you can get the value out of it. But this is relatively new to a lot of people. And I think first and foremost, you need to look at what you think you need to do for your consumer, how you're going to generate that great experience, and then how you can tie that back into the right technology to apply at the right time. Fantastic. Some great tips there as well. Um, and in terms of getting started, I mean, you know, do, how does Odigo kind of, um, you know, support its customers on this journey from, you know, the on-premise classic, you know, phone system slash call center solution to, you know, a cloud-based open AI induced solution? Yeah, it's, it's a big step. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight, I think, but as an organization, um, and I don't want to go into classic sale here, but um, Audigo itself, have, we have our OXS, uh, Audigo Experience Services uh, team. And it's a large team. It's very experienced in terms of the transformational journey you would need to go on with your contact center. And we support most of our customers with initial understanding of what they're trying to achieve through how you would actually achieve that and the processes that we're involved in. But more than that, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if you've experienced this yourself, but that a lot of people buy technology, but then don't adopt everything that's uh, available to them from that technology. I think the biggest uh, driver for me in terms of joining Audigo was understanding that we could help continue to drive that improved performance for customers. Um, Audigo is a very open solution. It provides a single platform for for, a, for our customers to engage in all channels, uh, but it can never be fully uh, taken advantage of unless you actually support the, the businesses that uh, take it on. And that doesn't mean we need to support them in the technology department. That's guiding them on the best practices that can support their organization. So uh, there's a degree of consulting involved in what we do. Um, there's a degree of experience in the industry sectors that we've been involved in. And, you know, I guess that experience allows our customers to start understanding the art of the possible. Yeah, that's that's really key, isn't it? Getting that adoption and, and 
you know, ongoing support, I think, you know, absolutely is going to help you get that return on investment ultimately. Yeah, right. absolutely. So what's the best way for people to get in touch with Odigo? So uh, online, I guess, is the, the start point uh, with most things. You can catch us at uh, odigo.com. Um, we also are all online. So if you want to come direct and have a, a conversation, I'm on LinkedIn. You might be able to see my background and get a bit about my credentials. Um, but uh, odigo.com will certainly give you a flavour of what we do. Um, that would be a starting point. Yeah, fantastic. Gregor, it's been super speaking to you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, I'm sorry it was so short, but uh, I hope we covered some of the, the bases here. We've kind of stayed at a very high level, but it'd be good to maybe dive into the weeds at some point in the future if anybody's got something specific they want to talk about. Thank you very much. Pleasure talking. And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to CX Today News and give this video a quick share on social. It's always appreciated. And if you're a CX fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can join us using the CX News hashtag on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook. And our social links are in the description. So I'm Rob Scott from CX Today. Thanks for watching.